Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is all about alcohol-related deaths in the United States. I don't know if you've heard that they have been skyrocketing during this pandemic. How about that? Increasing 26% in 2020. 26%. Now, this is the largest year-over-year increase in decades, jumping from an average annual increase of 3%. So joining us right now is Catherine Anschultz, and she's Alina Health Program Manager of Addiction Services. Now, she will offer uh, insight into what caused this increase and address treatment for alcohol addiction and offer some healthy ways to cope with stress. And I think many of us can use that. That's for sure. Um, Catherine, thank you so much for joining us. May I call you Catherine? Please, that's just fine. And thank you so much for having me. Good to have you. You know, here's the thing. Um, When you think about COVID, I was too afraid to go out and drink a lot. I mean, come on. I just just say to myself, (laughs) why would I, you know, are you going to buy the alcohol and bring it into the home? Is this what we mean by the pandemic is that so many people were buying alcohol and getting drunk uh, or getting addicted while in their homes? Yes. You know, I think what ended up happening in the COVID pandemic is, with everybody having to quarantine and going remote or unfortunately many Americans losing their jobs, everybody just got very isolated and hunkered down at home and maybe in boredom or to cope with stress or to really relieve that anxiety that COVID brought to so many of us, many people turned to alcohol. So alcohol sales skyrocketed. And I think that's why we're seeing so much of what we're seeing today. Yeah. um, Here's the the problem for me. Um, During COVID, people get so lonely. And like you say, you know, they will turn to alcohol. This is, this is what happens. But even though we have heard the rallying cry for decades, um, no matter what age group you're in between 18 and whatever, you get that rallying kind in college, you get it in high school, you get, you get to hear, please, you know, don't, don't over drink, don't do that. Yet we still turn to it. Why is it? What is it that alcohol gives us that makes that happen? Well, one of the hardest things about alcohol is that it works, you know, temporarily. So one thing that people don't really realize about alcohol is that it's actually a depressant. So though it might initially make us feel better, in the end, it actually takes more than it gives, right? 
And mm. I think one of the things that people turn to alcohol for is because it's so accessible, right? It's something that can make us feel better temporarily, and it's really easy to get, and a lot of times it's cheap. So it's an easy solution to maybe a longer prolonged issue. Mm. So all of these things accumulated, and many people turned inward to cope with it, and alcohol is it. So alcohol is an easily accessible substance, just like you said, that temporarily makes us feel better. Temporarily is the key. But alcohol is a depressant, and at a certain point, it takes more than it gives. I tell you, when I heard that part, it gives, it takes more than it gives. That should be on, on coffee cups and, you know, you name it, so that we see it all the time. Do you agree? I agree completely because really we're trying to fill a hole, but we're filling a hole with something that digs the hole deeper. So it ends up becoming this really snowball effect where what may have helped us at one time doesn't help us as much going on and on and you end up drinking more and then you find yourself in this rut where you might go, oh my goodness, I am drinking way too much. So when it comes to people thinking that they know about alcohol and the consequences of, of, of having too much of it, but I wonder if that's really true. What do people need to know about alcohol that might surprise them? That's a really good question. And I think what might surprise people the most is that alcohol withdrawal can actually kill you. It is lethal. So when you look at things, we hear a lot about opiate withdrawal or heroin withdrawal. Though opiate withdrawal might make you feel like you want to die or like you're dying, alcohol withdrawal can actually kill you. So if you are in this band of uh, heavy drinking, if you, if you engage in heavy drinking, which is a lot lower of a threshold than people think, if you engage in heavy drinking, you might run the risk of withdrawal. And when I say heavy drinking is a lower threshold, in for moderate drinking, one drink a day for women, two drink a, drinks a day for men is considered moderate drinking. So no more than seven drinks a week for women, no more than nine drinks a week for men is considered moderate drinking. Anything above that is actually considered heavy drinking. So when we get into those uh, higher numbers of alcoholic drinks consumed a week, you really run the risk of negative health effects, negatively impacting your liver, your pancreas, uh, really negatively impacting your sleep. There's all these things that alcohol really hijacks our internal systems and can wreak havoc, not just on our physical well-being, but our emotional and mental well-being, too. Mm, and those of us that may have pre-existing conditions, this is something they really need to be clear about. Because even if it's six for women and seven for men a day, you know, whatever, uh, the point is we need to know our bodies well enough to know that that might be too much for this body yes. if you have, you know, pre-existing conditions. Okay, let's move on to um, the effects of alcohol on the body and how quickly it can happen. Yes. So as far as the effects of alcohol on the body, really, you know, moderate drinking, you're not going to see that many detrimental health effects 
But if you're getting into those uh, the heavy drinking, so any more than one drink a day for women, any more than two drinks a day for men, you can see starting to get damage to the liver. Um, if you're doing engaging in a lot of heavy drinking, you could get cirrhosis of the liver. Um, your circadian rhythm gets messed up. Uh, your pancreas can take a hit. Uh, it can really exacerbate diabetes. A lot of things can happen um, to your body. And then another thing, too, that people don't think about is that alcohol is a diuretic, so it dehydrates us. So you really see that in your skin. And then alcohol is sugar, so your skin can break out really easily from it. How about that? How many of us knew that? There you go. So then what are the options for alcohol treatment? You know, we used to hear about Hazleton and places like that, but the hospitals are also getting the word out, just like you're doing with Alina. And I am amazed at how many um, people don't really talk about what could happen when it comes to alcohol treatment. Let's talk about that. So, yeah, treatment definitely is not what it used to be. There are a lot of options. And Alina Health, one of the things that we've done in the last couple years over the pandemic is we've created something called a virtual addiction clinic where you can be seen by a addiction therapist and addiction medicine um, provider in the comfort of your own home. Uh, you can still go in, obviously, but... For those of us that might not quite be ready, that might be a good entry into really seeing if um, treatment is for you, right? Uh, there can Treatment in the state of Minnesota right now is really individualized. It is based on your goals, your needs. It doesn't have to be going and sitting in a group every day. It doesn't need to be that way, even though it, it, there's still plenty of wonderful group treatment program options there's just so many more things that are coming just based on knowing that everybody's different everybody's needs are different and recovery looks different for everyone at the same time you know a lot of them are doing great work and some of that great work specifically works for a specific person right the certain type of person so those Absolutely. those groups that that come together to really encourage each, each other i really um say go for that for sure my father was killed by a drunk driver when i was 14 years old and so we try to start um a program in in my hometown and just try to figure out how to work on this and so much more has been done but um alcohol treatment has really been changed are you worried about any type of treatments that you've been hearing about recently that you may feel is not as strong as it should be? So not really as much, honestly, because not every single path works for every person, right? But no door is the wrong door. No path is the wrong path. If you find yourself engaged in a program that might not really be working for you, try something else. There's so many different options. There's no harm in trying different things, right? Just like you said, n- not all things work for all people, but something, you know, there's so many options, especially in the state of Minnesota. We joke and say it's the land of 10,000 treatment centers, but it's true. And within this really wide array of services, there's something that can meet the needs of everybody. 
If you're just joining us here on Still Talking, uh, we are talking with Anne Schutz. And, of course, um, this is on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Um, I also want to ask you, um, Anne, here's the thing that kind of confuses me. How does or when does an alcoholic know that they're an alcoholic? So I think that one thing to recognize is noticing that you have an alcohol problem doesn't happen overnight, right? So, and you don't develop a dependence on alcohol or develop an alcohol use disorder overnight. This is something that's typically a slow burn. It's a habit. It's a habit that develops over time. And just like any habit, it might show up in different ways that it's not really working for you anymore. One of the biggest ones is your health, right? And we've been discussing that your sleep is really where it can show up. You're not sleeping as well. You're waking up super tired. You're kind of crispy. You're rough around the edges. You're uh, aggravated. You're really easy to be grumpy, right? Like those are all things to pay attention to. And then another thing too is really alcohol problems typically show up in our social relationships. Our relationships, maybe you're, your partner might say, hey, I think you're drinking too much or you're not the person that I married or I'm, I'm worried about you. Or your boss might say, hey, you've been coming to work late and you seem rough around the edges. Are you okay? Those relationships are going to, are like a mirror to us of our health. And Other things that happen are consequences. Consequences build up. Things like DWIs, maybe losing a job, maybe forgetting to pick up your kid at school because you had been drinking when they told you they needed to get picked up. Things like that. There's social consequences that are going to be mirrors to us as well to kind of give us a barometer of, hey, uh, maybe what I'm doing isn't really working and I I should look at this. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's it right there. Um, it's it's not easy to stop and say to your friends and family that are saying to you, you, you're drinking too much. That happened to me once. I would drink wine and only wine. And one time my sister said, you're consuming too much wine. It's not like you're drinking, you know, getting drunk. It's not like that. But you're drinking a lot of wine during the week. And I realized yeah. and read about it and talked to people about it and found out the inflammation was showing on me, right? It caused that mm-hmm. red wine caused inflammation for me. So even though we're all different, we're still all susceptible to the possibility mm-hmm. of becoming an alcoholic. And a lot of us would mm-hmm. never want to admit that. But thank goodness my best friend said to me, you, you're drinking too much wine. And I stopped. I just went, well, okay, okay. Let's not do that mm-hmm. for a long time, you know? So that's, that's been my blessing. So those that are listening tonight, even though you, you may say, oh, that's not me. I don't hear myself in any of that. Well, let's address what are some healthy ways that we can address the stress because we know that drinking is brought on because most of us are stressful. Do you agree with that, Ann? Absolutely. And I think that the stress can creep up on us too. So one of the very first things to do is to, you have to recognize that you're stressed out. And one of the best ways that I find, at least looking inside myself, is to see, am I breathing? 
follow your breath. Are you holding your breath? When's the last time you took a deep breath? How long have you been doing it for, right? Mm -hmm. And really looking at your breath and seeing like, am I breathing easy? Am I holding on to my breath? What am I holding on to? And then another thing is examining your attitude. Do you have a tude, right? Are you crispy around the edges? Do you feel, you know, abrasive? Those are all indicators that you might need some self-care. And luckily, self-care is super easy and can be anything that you want it to be, just so long as it's filling you up, if it's petting a cat, taking a walk, getting a pedicure, going out with your girlfriends, going to a ball game, whatever it is, if it fills you up, that is self-care. But something to think about, though, too, is if it stresses you out, like let's say that date out with your girlfriends, you don't want to do it and you have anxiety about it, that's not self-care. That's an obligation. It's going against it. That's going to stress you out more. So just making sure that you're prioritizing self-care can really help mitigate stress. Isn't that the truth? And then finally, could you share some of the resources that, you know, listeners tonight may say, hey, maybe I have been doing a little more than I should when it comes to alcohol. Do you have some resources to share? I do. And there's, like I said, there is no wrong door. If you enter a door and you find that it's not the one for you, somebody will help you get you to the next place. But one of the best things at Alina Health, you can call our outpatient program. Uh, the number to that is 763-236-4371. We can get you set up with an appointment if you think that you might have a problem with alcohol. We can do an assessment and get to you to any program that meets your goals. Again, that's 763-236-4371. Another thing, if you don't feel like you want to engage in treatment or don't want to go that route yet and you might be interested in AA or might be interested in talking to somebody that's in recovery themselves, you can call the Minneapolis St. Paul Intergroup and that phone number is 952-922-0880. Again, 952-922-0880. It has been a pleasure having you on, Anschutz. Thank you so much for giving us this incredibly. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I keep messing up your name. It is Catherine <laughs> Anschutz. Hey, Please okay. forgive me. I, my, it is okay. Hey, Anschutz is a great name. I am all right with it. Yes, it is. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you. All I right. appreciate your time. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.